0: Welcome back, everybody, to the that podcast. I'm sitting here with one of my young rising stars, Oscar Nunez. Oscar, welcome to the show. Thank you, Josh Thanks for having me. So you have a very interesting story on top of kicking ass in real estate at an early age with work ethic behind you and yeah. a drive and commitment and motivation. Tell everybody about what happened in your country before you came over to America. So you
1: know, actually, everything started through real estate. My, my dad was a big real estate guy back in Honduras. And, you know, most of the times where you're building your business, there there's always people on top of you, unfortunately. So a situation happened where I was kidnapped with my dad. Kidnapped? Uh, yeah, kidnapped. So everything was basic, money-related. It was a tough experience. But to be honest, that's where Bill me who I am right now.
0: You were how old when you got kidnapped?
1: I was 14 years old. Yeah. What was going through your
0: mind when you were kidnapped? How did they take it, first of all?
1: Well, first of all, I was going to a soccer game. I went to pick up a friend because, you know, soccer in my country is this... There's actually the rich people and poor people. So we were the ones who had the car. So we picked up all my friends in neighborhoods that were a little bit tough. So, well, we my dad parked, we got surrounded by six cars. And then they just put us back in the car. We were there for two days and asking for money from my mom until they actually finally released us. It was a whole tragic moment. But to be honest, through my mind, I was so encouraged about the situation because my dad was weak knowing that I was next to him. But there was one person that had to be a little bit more brave, and that person happened to be me. Wow. When before, it was never like that. Was Even at, at that age? At that age. I was a quiet kid all the time. But at that point, I realized there was somebody had to step up the game and Great. literally in order to get out of the way.
0: So how long were you actually kidnapped for?
1: For two days. Wow. For what was two. that like for- to be honest, I thought I was dead already. I, Seriously? Yeah. So for me, I never had any hope as far as I was going to get dead or alive. There were so many situations that I personally could escape. My dad was going to stay. Yeah. And my dad would always tell me, Oscar, go. Oscar, go. Because there were so many situations. I could have jumped off of the car. You don't want to leave aside, though. I told him, look, it? if I leave and you wake up that next day, I will not be able to live my entire life oh. in that mindset. Oh, my God. So it's either we live together Always came together. There was no other option. Now, you know? were
0: you close with your father before that?
1: Yeah. So really that's kind of like
0: your, that's your guy, that's your rock. My dad,
1: something? every single soccer game he was there, he would get out of work and then he just drop me off, watch me for two hours. Doesn't matter. He had an appointment for a real estate guy, big real estate. It doesn't matter watching my kid play soccer. So he would drop me off, pick me up, and it was always the same. So I was like, telling him, look, I couldn't live with that mindset knowing that you died because of me. I wouldn't be even here. I'm pretty sure. So.
0: That's fucking crazy. I mean, yeah. kudos to you for like being a strong kid at age yeah. 14. And look, I think life causes us to grow up faster. And obviously, we like at times. And obviously, okay. that experience doesn't compare to many other people's struggles, if you yeah. will. I don't think anyone's ever really been kidnapped that I know. Yeah, I'm sure they have. But they don't <laughs> tell anybody. Yeah. Right? So from there, then you guys came to America or what's the story? Yeah, we came to
1: America. We came here for five months and a half. Uh, we were in the process. They only gave us six months to stay here legally. Mm-hmm. But my dad was never the guy. He wanted to work for anybody else. So uh when we were here five months and a half, he was working for somebody else. He was Oscar. this is not happening. We're going back to our country. We went back to our country for another two years. He built his business triple and now they were more on top of him, right? Because they already knew who he was. And sure. now he came back and he built a little bit more. But this time was serious. This time when they were asking an X amount of fake, when they ask it too much money, mm-hmm. is because they just want to kill you after because they don't need you. Sure. So there was one morning, Saturday morning. I'll never forget that morning. My my dad's knocking on my door like really hard. He was like, get your stuff. We're leaving. So myself, I thought we were just going on vacation because he would always do that randomly. Oh, we're going on vacation next week. So I was like, OK, we're ready. So he told pack up everything and we are leaving." So I went to the kitchen. I saw the passports on the table. So I was so excited. I was like, we're going on vacation. So guess what? I just brought one pan, two shirts. Because every time we go on vacation, yeah. we will go shopping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I put everything in my luggage. I was like, we got in the car. So I, I was excited. My, my yeah. sisters were excited. But my dad was just spitting. And my mom, like, you see the face on my mom. It was a different kind of face when we like were going your, on vacations. Yeah. I didn't it know, wasn't a vacation phase. No, it was no. not a vacation phase. So I didn't know what happened. So that was back after we were kidnapped. We came here. We were back, and then we were driving. My dad he asked us, do you wanna go to the United States? Or do you wanna stay in the area?" And then we didn't know exactly what it meant. So I was like, "Okay, we're gonna we wanna go to the United States." My dad went to hide somewhere else that I don't even know where we went to hide. It was a mountain and everything. And wow. so he told us, "Turn off everything, your phones. Don't talk to your friend." And that was my last senior year. And the next day, every classmate was gonna go meet me at my house. Because he had to plan something for Monday yeah. And then, so everybody was calling me And texting me, but my phone was dead My mom was crying and crying hysterically And they told us what happened And they told us, either we never come back to Honduras Or we live in a different kind of the country I told you, look, I'm tired of this We live in another country So we left wow. with small luggages We left our cars there, clothes, everything We left everything inside it's, Well, right now, they're still taking care yeah. of my family Selling yeah. some stuff, but yeah. my house is still there Abandoned, pretty much After that moment, but ever since we came here, you know, my dad didn't work for three years and pretty much he lost all his savings because he was not working, he was not doing anything, he was trying to build his business. And that's when I came into the picture, right? I was like, uh, I need to do something for my family. And that's when I got into
0: real estate. So what actually got you into real estate? Is it because your dad was in it or you saw money in it or opportunity? My
1: dad, I was never wanted to do real estate. My dad was always a real estate guy. He went to real estate school, but it's in English. We've only been in the country for a few years. He didn't know the language. Mm-hmm. He fell a couple of times. So I felt bad for him. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do it for you. I went. I didn't pass the first, second, third time. You did I did it. So I passed on the eighth time.
0: Wow. But my, failed seven times. I failed
1: seven times, but I'm the type of guy. I was like, I'm not going to let any, I didn't want to do real estate, but just knowing that I was failing at something, I was like, it's not happening. So until I passed my exam, I didn't want to do real estate still, but I think it was meant to be first week. I got my first listing, but it just came out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. Six percent while putting up a sign, a buyer passed by. Wow. He was like, Oh, you selling the property? Yes. I double ended the deal six percent. Wow! The deal was like five fifty. I was hey, like, I'm sticking
0: here thirty grand. And yeah, and that's it. I'm day. staying.
1: <laughs> I'm staying there. So that's pretty much how I got into the real estate business. So
0: okay, from there, so you walked in, you got lucky, you closed your first deal. What kept you going, and what have you learned in the past? You've been doing real estate how long now? Two years, uh, three. I mean, one year full time yeah. and two years uh, part time. So in, in your three years of experience share some stories. What have you experienced? I mean, everyone looks at you. I feel like from the outside, looking yeah. in, like you're lucky, like you're a young kid, right? Like yeah. You can't keep it up. You can't do any better, right? Yeah. And you're kicking everyone's ass. And I was you. I told you the first day I met you, I respect the hell out of you because I was you. Not I was never kidnapped, mentally kidnapped maybe, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I was not coming from your background and mm-hmm. didn't face the adversity you faced, but I still got yeah. into the business at age 20, kind of yeah. like yourself, right? So how do you deal with all the people you know hating on you or trying to like now figure out what you're doing, yeah. and you know what are your experiences been?
1: Well, at the beginning, to be honest, when I got into real estate, everybody told me, you cannot be a listing agent. You're too young. Right. You cannot be a listing right. agent. They told you're me too I couldn't young. do mortgages and so, give
0: people money that are 30 years old and man, yeah. a couple hundred million. So mentally,
1: 25. when everybody's telling you that, right. it's not like you're trying to you know, contradict like themselves, but you're thinking maybe it's right, right? right. Maybe they're right. Yeah, they
0: must know what they're doing. Yeah,
1: correct. So I was waiting five months. I didn't do any deals. And I was closing buyers, three, five, six buyers, right? And I was like, maybe it's right. Maybe I'm a buyer's agent. But I saw other this listing agent had the leverage to do whatever they want. I was like like driving around buyers, I was like, it's impossible. So there was one time I was like, I'm tired of this. I took three months, I put all my savings. I was like, I'm gonna prospect every single day, not generate one rental, one buyer, nothing. I'm gonna spend three months straight up door knocking, which most of the people know me as door yeah, knocking. Yeah. So I spent three months straight up door knocking. Out of those three months, I got nine listings. So then I realized it's not right. You know, it's based on how people look at you. And it was I was in your head. Yeah, it was in my head. And when you say what it makes me pushing, I blog everybody on my Instagram stories. Serious. Because mentally, you know, I would look at these other people. I'd be like, what is this guy doing better than me? Right. And social media is so deceiving sometimes. So deceiving. So for myself, when I post a lot and I get a lot of followers and everything, I post, get out. Post, get out. I get some communication and DMs when I see a brand new client, somebody who wants to talk to me. So that keeps me pushing because if I look up at so many people, you know, I get off track and be like, oh, what is this guy doing? And maybe I'm doing better than him, mm-hmm. quote unquote. Mm-hmm. You know, so pretty much that's what you no know, makes. So I think me it's go. important
0: to note, like you learned that at an early age, right? I yeah. think a lot of the world, I think I think the forty and up crowd. They all think, like, the Instagram followers, like, that's their success (laughs) level, right? They forget, like, you still have to do business, you know? And I feel like people do get caught up in that. Like, oh, only 50 people like my post today, right? And I was thinking earlier, as I had some dead time between this interview and the last interview, I'm like, I don't give a fuck if I have 100 followers or 10,000 followers. How am I making money, Mm -hmm. right? Like, I could have 2 million followers. But if it's not making me money, they're irrelevant. Sense, yeah. you know? I don't like two million people, so I don't yeah. really have two million <laughs> friends. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like, how is it correlating? How are my services, experience, and education correlating to my pockets and bank account? Correct. And again, I think you're how old now? Right, me 23. You'll be 23. Learning that at 23, you're 100 years ahead of everybody else yeah. right now me- mentally because of that. Yeah.
1: And I needed to do social media not because I believe in social media for myself. I needed to create a brand. You have to every cl- every client that I door knock. What's your Facebook? I, I
0: add Instagram. them right away.
1: Yep. The reason I do that is because I don't need to follow up Correct. with them as much Correct. now. They just look at my post, yep. just listed, just sold, yep. just listed, just sold. Now, for itself. now they call me, Oscar, you listed this house around my blog. I totally forgot about them, yep. but I have them on my yep. social yep. media. Yep. So it's a whole different... It's uh, huge. Uh, yeah. And concept. it's free. Yeah, it's free. That's the best thing about it.
0: So talk to me a little bit about your strategy moving forward. Obviously, you know you came into the market when the market's hot, right? Yeah. Now, what's your strategy, ground and pound-wise? Are you still door-knocking monthly, daily, weekly, or what is it? Pretty
1: much right now, I'm targeting a lot of 1st time buyers. I'm doing door-knocking as well, but I don't do it as much. But I'm targeting a lot of expires. So I go back 2014, 2016, 15, people who wanted to sell four or five years ago, and they couldn't sell it. So right now, they, they want to know what's going on in this market. So I tell them, look, four or five years ago, it's probably the same market right now. So you don't want to go off track, wait another five years sure. to sell your property. Sure. So why don't you do it right now? It's just sure. not inventory on the market and most of them actually listen to me. And the price point they're getting today, it was the same price that they were getting five years ago. So they don't want that way another five years to get the same price. So pretty much I'm going really back five, six years ago, all the expires. I don't go to current expires. Yeah, yeah. everybody else is chasing them. Everybody's doing the same thing. I just call them, make their payments is a little bit quicker. But for those who are being in a bit Expired for so many years First of all The realtor that. is definitely Not following up At all Second That realtor probably Retired yep, already yep. And third of all The market By, by retired You mean quit Yeah quit <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah pretty much yeah. And then the other market Nobody's actually Thinking about it Because it, it takes A lot
0: of work but. So in your opinion At 22 years old What separates you From everybody else I think consistency Every single day,
1: you're gonna see me in my office between nine and twelve. Besides today, I made an exception for you. I appreciate <laughs> that exception. I know. Yeah, nine to twelve, I'm on my phone. Don't bother me. No point. You know, you're, you're gonna get
0: a couple of listings from this, podcast, so <laughs> well, it's gonna pay hopefully. off. It'll pay off tenfold. At least, yeah. yeah.
1: So between nine and twelve, I have nobody bothering me. Nobody. No, nobody. What so, are you doing through that time frame? Uh, prospecting. So I have my team. Everybody on the same table, calling the same numbers, for sale by owner, following up. Everybody expires. Then I'm preparing. My week consists actually in prospecting. So I spent, I would say, three hours following up on my current deals. I'm actually hiring my first admin February 1st, so I could leverage everything there. So my job is going to be appointments, I mean, prospecting appointments and closing. That's, That's it. about it. So I prospect between 9 and 12 every single day, and then I go door knocking between, well, right now I'm doing between 2.30 and 5 because it gets dark. Yeah. But during the summer, also 20%. time, four hours yeah. door knocking consistently. But my days go based on door knocking. I don't really do follow-ups as much as my current deals because, you know, they'll pay and they, you know, know, I call my attorneys, how's that going, everything good, or I just keep going. Um, So my days prospecting.
0: How are you able to block out all the bullshit and noise and non-factual information you hear, right? And how do you pick and choose being younger and impressionable, right? Because we all were. I was, right? Who you listen to, who you follow, and who you don't listen to, who you don't follow.
1: To be honest, I don't really ask the question, what are you doing, how, what are you doing to be successful? And the first question I ask people, you know, how can you help me? Like, what do you see in myself? Mm-hmm. So I don't, because I mean, real estate, it's so simple. As far as the real estate agent yeah, itself, yeah, even, even if investment, you're, it's all about numbers. Even the numbers doesn't make sense, yeah. doesn't make sense, yeah. right? Yeah. So, I mean, for myself, it's just about being consistent. So I ask the person, what are you doing so consistent to grow your business? I look up to, uh, most of the people that I look up to is people that they don't have family in the business for a long time. So I don't want to, it's not like I don't want to listen to me yep, yep. to them, but I want somebody that started from the bottom yep, and, their their own. and they want on their own because they found their own way, the strategic way in order to build their business, right? Sure. So pretty much that's what makes me stand out because even though my dad was a real estate guy, he has no clue how the real estate in right. the United States works. A right, whole right? different world. A whole different world. So same situation, I look up to people who's been in the business by their own and like yourself, you know, you build all of this yep. by yourself. Yep. So now I, I'm 100% sure if I want to do a podcast, you you it out by yourself. Yeah. So I could Proud ask air. you, I was like, how do you do that? Yep. You know. So I always go to the people who've been in the business by themselves and we're successful and I want to see their, their path. So
0: I'm sure you have a lot of people that want to always like come in and give you like a tip right, or give you advice or yeah. be like, hey, don't do this, do that. Yeah. How much value do you hold towards that and how do you pick and choose what you immediately implement, yeah. what you slowly implement, and what you automatically cross off the list?
1: I actually put every, every tip that I get, I put it on my notes. Serious? Right? Every single note. Every single tip that I think is going to get my attention. And then at first I studied the tip. I probably I I spent one week thinking about it. What this guy actually meant about this, and then I just put it in practice. Myself, I try to practice for at least a month. If it doesn't work out in a month, I kind of like get rid of it or just start doing it slowly from there. Like the whole sending thing that I just told you a few yeah. minutes ago. So I I did it for one month. It worked out effectively. So I'm you know doing that right now, and that's why I'm getting my business out of that.
0: What do you do on your in, in your personal time?
1: In my personal time, yeah. prospect
0: <laughs> <laughs> yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. To
1: be honest, I I most of my My time is prospecting because I want to build a business right now. Then literally my goal is five years from now, not be retired, but have the leverage to do as much as I can. So I don't care how many hours I spend in the office. There's A lot of people call me a psycho when it's 10 at night in the office and I'm still in the office. Yeah, a lot of
0: people
1: people are telling me, what are you doing right now? You're not prospecting yet, but I'm thinking how I'm going to prospect next month. I'm preparing my, my entire time. Just in prospecting. So you're a big planner. Yeah, absolutely. So right now, December, when everybody was in holidays, yeah, yeah, yeah. I Holiday made mode. 22 listing appointments out of 22. I made. And no one else was around. Yeah, correct. So that's the reason I did it. Everybody's away. I'm going on vacation February so 1st true. because now everybody's yep, back in also. Yep, 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 yep. But I already built my first quarter at list. And then I could just. So funny. I could just so the I, I noticed that
0: pattern very early on. Now, like yourself, I worked 24-7 from you know when I did work from end of 07, 08. Oh nine, I worked six months, and I left because I was going to have a mental combustion. I came back December 2009, and I worked literally through 2011, 24-7, nonstop, didn't take time off vacations, nothing, right? And I'm like, wow, people take time off, and then they come back chasing, but they disappear for two or three months. You know, the summer times, they go away, and winters, they go into hibernation. I'm like, so I'm going to do the opposite. I'm going to go full force when no one else is working exactly. because then I could take a deep breath. Yeah. Right. And then recoup all the business. Yeah. Right. For the next 90 days while mm-hmm. they're trying to chase it. Like, Oh, well, Joe hasn't been here for 90 days. Let me give you this deal. Now Joe yeah. shows up. They're like, sorry, we're using Jeff now. Yeah. You know, exactly what's going on. And it's, but it's so it's something like that it's so simple, yeah. but like everyone still does it. Like, I Oh, go down the shore on Mondays. I'm like, Oh, I'm going to, purpose of being in the office for twenty two hours on Monday because everyone else is down the shore on Mondays during right. the summer, you know.
1: And I go on vacations where everybody's showing my list, correct? <laughs> you know, correct. So because I don't correct. have to do much. And December, I it was a huge month for me. Now I was calling for a sale, but I want to take it off the market because yep. it's going to sit. It's yep. a holiday, yep. but we're going to list next week. I mean, after January, and they all listed with me afterwards. You know, so
0: now I'm sure your business has now grown demographically, right? Like you started in one area, yep. and now it's. Because there's people and the more people you meet takes you into different parts of New Jersey, right? Probably even get New York and Connecticut and Pennsylvania business at this point, too, with people who have multiple properties. Have you found it challenging to pick up on market trends in markets that you're not operating in daily? Absolutely. Uh, Before I get a listing, I've been taking listings a lot in South
1: Jersey, right? Uh, For some reason, I'm getting a lot of referrals. I tell them straight up. You Know that's the only way I'm honest in a way because before I used to be like, Oh, my, my office is in the business for a long time. But I told them, Look, I'm not from South Jersey, don't know the market. I appreciate the fact that you want to work with me. I'm, I'm gonna put two things on the table I could refer you out, or give me time, give me one week to study your market, your property. Mm-hmm. If you really feel comfortable in working with myself, mm-hmm. I'm gonna list the property, however, I'm not gonna spend time in the property. I'm going to have somebody a sure. showing we need. You're not going to somebody. go back and forth an hour. This and for so showing. I try to study every market because it makes me knowledge but that's what makes me stand out in a listing appointment. Sure. You know, pretty much knowing You're every single market. Correct. So my listing appointment is not about marketing. My listing appointment is about numbers, what's going on, opportunities. So I speak a lot about opportunity sons. Everybody tells me what is that? You know, but people, they they're blown, blown by it. They're like, then, you know, where do I sign? Yep. Because once you start speaking differently, that oh yeah, I'm gonna put it on MLS, take pictures. Something they never Open heard. House. It's different. Yep. Same thing in all the markets. Yep. You know, when I know every single market, I know what's selling, what what it takes to be uh, rent control. Yep. So every single property, and then that's what makes me stand out. So I know most of the markets, to be honest.
0: So what's your follow up process? Okay, so you meet with somebody today to sell their property, and they're like, no, nah, I'm not gonna list just yet. Yeah. What's your system that you've created for yourself to then follow up with that person to then eventually get that list? If they don't list,
1: that's it. to be honest, most of the times I want them to sign there. So my thing I tell them, yeah, Look, of course, right? they tell me, oh, let me think about it for two weeks. So we have a document, not too many people use this it's called exclusive. Uh, listening. So okay. I take a lot of exclusivity. You should. Yeah. You shouldn't do anything else other than that. So they tell me, oh, I have a, let me think about two weeks. All right, let's do something. When well, you think about it, give me the opportunity to promote your property for two weeks off the market. It's not going to go on the MLS. It's not going to be running days on sale. Will you allow me to verbally start talking about it and post it on my social media? Literally 99% of the time. Yeah, not. why would they not do that? They, right. Guess what? You're already, they're already working with you yep. at that point. Yep. Yep. So my, my conversion rates are high because they don't go away. They just telling me, look, give me two weeks. And then after two weeks, if you officially make the decision to put it up on the market, you know, we sign a new document that's going to say it's going to allow me to put it up on the MLS. Assuming they don't want to do none of that. As soon as I get out of the office, I send them a text message, whatever. Thank you so much for everything. They told me to call them in a week. I, I cut it in half. I called them in two days. Because most likely they met with another realtor last week. They told them the same thing. Of course. And the week passed by, right? So no, you're
0: undercutting everybody. Yeah,
1: correct. So I called them. Hey, look. Let me ask you, what's going through your head? Because two heads are better than one. Yep, what's yep, the main yep, thing? Yep. And the main thing that concerns you, the only person who has the answer is me. Because there's two things i you're thinking about. Finding you're, the next home. Yeah. And second of all, commission. Most of the people is commission. What are right? you take it from me? Yeah, correct. So most of the people, they, they want to sell. But the main thing they're thinking about is commission. Right. They you know? focus on so short-term numbers. And it makes sense. You know, I, I explain the higher works. And my contracts are only two months because
0: I try to sell. My average days on the market is eight. So I try Have to sell. you ever had a property listed that you didn't sell? just one but you let one slip through the cracks Wait, what's I, the reason i
1: had well i had two but i mean <laughs> they they list, we came out in the market with my prices Well, yeah. one of them she wanted 950 yeah. i told her the house is only worth 820 so I was i like, no, everybody wants to buy it for 950 i was like no 820 820 820 but i wanted that listing so yeah. bad because yeah. good location the yeah. sign you and everything buyers from it. Yeah. yeah so that was me my only overpriced listing take. I, I don't take it overpriced listings at all would you do it again no, nah, I would never do that again. So it was 980. T- took professional pictures. Yep. 820 was my price. I yep. took. I had it in the market for three months. Next day, she listed with another agent. 20 Two days in the market gone. Come on. That. So I didn't even blame myself at all. She yep. literally priced it at 20 <coughs> Two days in the market, listen and it was to
0: exactly what you said. And then you lost out on the money. Yeah.
1: But at the end of the day, you know, I don't want to be working with people no, who. not they're not going to listen. You got to keep moving. Yeah, correct. So I don't. I don't fall through that. I don't list overpriced properties. If the client doesn't want to listen to my price, at tell them, I'm sorry. All the agents can help you. I'm not here to... I'm going to spend time, money, and I'm going to put up a for sale sign on tie that's going to be sitting for three months. I'd rather put a sold sign than a for sale sign.
0: Now, do you yeah. feel like... I go through this in my mind all the time, right? I try different routines, techniques. I do tons of crazy shit purposely yeah. to grow, right? Yeah. That's just who I am. And I'll probably always do that at some point, <laughs> right? Continue to do it at some point. So... Do you believe because you were kidnapped and you really sat there and said, fuck, I might be dead. I might not make it to see tomorrow. I might not see my mother or my sister again. Whatever the case yeah. might be. My family, I'm gone, right? And my dad's going to go with me, right? Yeah. Do you feel like because you've already faced that, yeah. nothing else irrelevant really matters at this point? Literally, my, my life show me. I know it's going
1: to sound crazy. It's only 30, 30 years old literally shaming who i am i used to be the guy that my dad would give me everything because he was you know he had good yeah. money and real estate in, back in doris so i was li- living comfortable moved here for 3 years my dad was using, living out of saving we hit bottom i was like where am i this is not the life this is not the, the the life i was used to so I was in both positions in my life, the good life Top and bottom. the bad life. Yep. So I was like, I don't want to be in the bottom line for sure. So that's when I started getting into the business and it shaped me who I am. I mean, there's so many people that did dirty to my dad, the people who sure. kid, who kidnap us. It might be people that we. it's even related to us. Sure. So it's kind of like I don't trust too many people. I appreciate many people and I respect every every person that I'm yep. with, yep. but I try to be small with my circle and just keep it going from there but yeah everything that happened in my life it's literally who shaped me i was a quiet kid i was a kid back in the room I'm still kind of quiet yeah. though i feel
0: like you you show your Some personality more. a little bit yeah. yeah
1: somewhat but i was the quietest right i was like i mean i knew a lot of people yeah. because they know my personality yeah. but it yeah. was not like i'll be here i was speaking to other people Interesting. you know
0: so for somebody that's looking to get into real estate let's just say under 22 right i love focusing on fresh blood, young blood, right? Because I feel like you can mold them if you do it the right way. Mm -hmm. And I feel like you can make an impression on their overall well-being in life. And they really give them that guidance, right? And I can tell you that, I don't want to say I didn't have the guidance. I think because I entered the business, when I did, at the age I did, under the circumstances I did, under the market conditions I did, I didn't have that guidance that I needed. No one really had guidance. No one even knew if the world was going to exist tomorrow, right? right? So what advice would you give the younger kids, younger than you, believe yeah. it or not, how to get into the business, how to ease into the business, how to go full speed into the business and get started. One, get out of the party life, right?
1: Immediately. <laughs> Immediately. And the, the worst thing is like real estate is a party all life party. too. So yeah. I, once they come yeah. in, my, myself at the beginning, I'm not going to oh, lie. Bullshit. I was like, it was an old party. I just got out of high yeah, school. All free And drinks. it was like, yeah, whatever. And then I got into real estate. I was like, I get to see, like yeah. suit up to yeah. drink as well. That's one of them. You know, don't get into that, uh, party life in the real estate because everybody lose tracks at least sure. for one year. Sure. Party and then realize I had no business, sure. right? So I myself is prospect literally i i used to spend saturday and sunday door knocking and doing open houses a lot a lot of people ask me ask you how, how are you doing this yeah, why are
0: you working the weekends
1: no yeah no but they asking me how you do so much business i was like real estate is so simple if you call every single coaching mentor whoever you want to call it oh what are you doing your business as, a, as an agent oh call call door knock open house go to another one call, door knock, open house. Yep. So everybody's doing the same, same thing. thing. Just about literally consistency and become really, really knowledgeable in every aspect of the business. Myself, I cannot say I've been in a business for 30 years. Yep. I cannot say I sell 200 houses a, a year. Yep. I cannot say that. So as, as I mentioned before, my listing presentation is only 10 pages, but I don't even show them here. This is my marketing. However, I'm going to teach you how to do, offset capital gains how to buy another property, how to get seller's concession. So I started, yeah. oh, you know, three families right now, rent control. If you leave one floor, you know, because It's not rent control anymore. Once you start speaking ahead of the game, most of the average realtor is doing, they don't even look at me like as a kid anymore. As soon as I walk in, Probably they see the me, honey. who is this, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Yep, yep, so, yep. But once you become knowledgeable, as yep. soon as I walk in, I tell them, look, that small detector is not going to work out because as of November 2017, yep. it has to be 10 years still. Small details like that. Have
0: you ever lost business from being too honest with somebody?
1: One actually One. And it was just yesterday We called the guy I was like uh, Why didn't you list with us And he was like Oh cause course you, He had an illegal kitchen right And he was like You should remove this And yeah. the other agent yeah. Told him not to yeah, remove don't it Don't worry about it. it Now yeah. the
0: deal will die When they get their mortgage From Absolutely. Bank of America
1: I, I, I didn't want that deal Because I was going to Take professional pictures Waste some time Waste yep. some money okay. And then later on Go to the CEO It
0: was not going to happen It's funny So yeah. giving the parallel So I've started Everyone's like Oh look Give the kid the deal Give the kid the deal I'm like Kid, I'm kicking your ass. Like, I do X amount of deals per month. You do the same amount per year. Kid, okay, kid, kid, kid. But it was funny. Until I really turned 30, I guess I could say, Mm. that's when I really started getting more respect. And it was more so when I went out fully on my own and basically gave the middle finger to everybody. Like, all right, I'm tired of playing in your Mm -hmm. sandbox. I'm going to create my own sandbox under my own terms, my own rules. Yeah, Because... You guys are just – you're on my same team, and you guys are like still treat me like I'm a kid, and I've made more money than you. I've done more business than you. I've taken more risks than yeah. you, and I'm smarter than you because I've put the time in to learn the business, right? And I've lost plenty of deals by telling people the God's honest truth. And it became yeah. so frustrating. That's why I stopped doing residential mortgages because yeah. I would sit there and be like, here's the bond market. Here's the interest rate. I'm not making this up, right? Yeah. Here's Bank of America, just because the rep at Bank of America told you you're getting X, yeah. I'm telling you, you're not. He's lying to you. Yeah. Like, here, look, here's Bank of America's advertised posted rate, and yeah. they would still go to Bank of America. You know, I feel like when it's money and real estate, a lot of emotions yeah. are involved and people just don't understand. Yeah. So it's almost advantageous not to be educated in this business to be able to do deals because, okay. like, you don't create fear in somebody by yeah. over-educating yeah. them, you know? But well,
1: people love that. I mean, myself... I mean, at yourself. I I mean, at thirty years old, I guess you had to be someone. But myself, like, I have no other option, right? Right. Because they look at me. As I said before, I'm I'm a kid. They look at me like as their literally son, right? So I need to speak highly about something that most likely did or no in order for me to get the business. So for every young realtor getting into the business, even if it's like somebody out there, but it's brand new in the business, you know, standing out more than just knowing how to do open houses, how to take pictures, because everybody talks about that in the same listing presentations. Sure. I realized I, I was indifferent. different I went to um to listen appointments with different other realtors just to learn. But everything they talk about, I mean the client would be like, Hurry up, I know that. What's the number? What's the commission? At the end of the day, that's what they wanna look at. Yeah. Right. What am I making? Yeah, what am I making? And how a much lot, are you making? Yeah. A lot of people be like, No, look, this is my market. I don't care. Show me what the numbers are. But once you start educating in a different level that they're like, Oh, I didn't know that. You no, know, three families has to be green, has to be a green car. It has to have a green card. Sure. A lot of people it's so simple to know that. I think
0: that's like a citizenship part. Yeah, card, like yeah card. there was one guy who told yeah, me that. Sure. I was like, what are you talking yeah. about? about you, know,
1: you, know, you need to get a, a certificate from Trent yeah. every five years. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I have it. Right. <laughs> so I started, uh, I started speaking about NOI. I don't say net operating income. Yeah, I NOI. say NOI. So I was like, what is that? I could have just said net operating yep. income, yep. but yep. that makes me smarter than yep. in the listen presentation. Sure. So every person that's brand new just trying to learn every single term and stand up and be consistent. 'Cause myself I cannot select one week because ninety days from now, that week is gonna hurt me. Sure. So every single day has to be the same thing. So what are your goals for twenty twenty? For twenty twenty I wanna close seventy two properties. Seventy two, six so, months. Uh yeah.
0: 72. What dollars did that come out to a uh, 1000000 was About 30, 40 out, million? Yeah, 42. 42, 42 million? million? Yeah. I've been hearing frequently, like you can overestimate what you could do in a year. Yeah. Everyone underestimates what they could do in a decade. Yeah. So by the time you're old and you're 32, right? Yeah. So come 2030 when we're sitting here, yeah. and I'm probably fully gray, yeah. right? <laughs> may or may not be alive. Yeah. What are your goals for the next 10 years? You know, yacht. Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah. No, pretty much
1: my, my main goal by twenty seven I really want to start leverage my time. By thirty I really wanna be you never fully retired but somewhat financially independent. Financially independent where I could leverage every single aspect of my business. I don't want to be a real estate agent anymore in the next three years. Mm-hmm. So that's not my goal. I mean, I'm build, trying to build a team strong enough where, you know, brand new agents come into as well. They learn the system sure. and they start, you know, getting the business rolling. So because that's an avenue to make business. My main thing, I want to buy and hold properties, you know, have units and development and stuff like that. And by 30 years, yeah, that's when I want to be completely living my life. If I have a family by that time, that was, you know, yeah. Yeah. having a strong bond with with friendship. Yeah. I really want to build that because, I mean, I've been working so much that I feel like I have not built a bond of friendship, like a small circle. Yeah. And... You I was needed, guilty of that, too. Yeah, you need it at some point, right? Because, yep. I mean, I'm going to be 30, yeah. it's 30 my, it's years old. one of my
0: biggest regrets not happening. Yeah,
1: I'm going to be 30 so Where are my friends, right? Nowhere. And even though there's no friends, yep. not too many people to trust about, I want to build that circle strong enough to see we made it. You
0: so know? Kobe Bryant, you know Kobe Bryant is, yeah. right? Yeah. Thank God. Mama yeah. <laughs> mentality. So I, I study a lot at successful athletes, you know, like the Tom Brady's, the LeBron James yeah. specifically, even Tiger Woods, believe it or not, and then Kobe. I believe yeah. those guys are like top of the top, and they've proven to be year over year yeah. over year. And listen, shit happens, right? The only person that shit didn't happen to was LeBron. Yeah. Never had an affair that anyone knows of. You know, Brady had did got divorced. He went through yeah. that years ago, but he was Tom Brady, yeah. like, you know, quarterback. know, <laughs> yeah, it probably happens. You know, LeBron, though, has been sturdy, you know, and then you obviously come into the other two guys, and look, shit's going to happen, right? Yeah. Um But what Kobe said in the interview was, if you want to be the best, if you want to be number one, come with me. If you want to be anything else other than number one, go with everyone else. And yeah. then he was asked... You know, what's up with your personal friendships and relationships? He's like, honestly, since I came into the league, they suffered. He's like, and they're going to suffer. People that actually love you and care about you, they understand that's you, right? Mm -hmm. So while you're doing your thing, it's not like you're doing it and fucking your life up. It's not like you're doing it and being distracted. Mm -hmm. Like you're so focused on what you want. The real people are going to be there when you get back to being able to give them, you know, the nurturing and attention they really need. So I I think you should keep that in mind. You know, what I always said is, I still say to this day, I wish I had me in my life when I got into the mortgage business, you know, because I I would have been able to help navigate myself and stay clear of certain destructive things that I did and decisions I made and, you know, Mm -hmm. deals I've done. So, really having that kind of it doesn't have to be every day. It just has to be like a a friendly voice check in. Hey, everything all right? You know, everything good? Can I help you out? (laughs) You know, what are you struggling with right now? And really start, I think, you know, part of, our careers are like self-discovery. Yeah. Find out what works for you. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about what works for anybody else. Right. And also be able and willing to adapt. You know, right. As the market shifts, people always forget this. When the market shifts, your strategy has to shift, your Absolutely. mindset has to shift. And even if the market drops 30 or 40%, you can't let yourself get in that negative mindset. Mm-hmm. And when I came to the business, it was a blessing in disguise because I never saw the prices or the money being made at this top. Right. Yeah. I started at the ground, at the bottom, probably negative, right? Mm-hmm. Because everything that was against me. So, I didn't have a negative mindset like everyone else did. So, I would walk into a room, they'd be <laughs> pissed off because they have no deals. I just closed the deal, and made four grand, right? Yeah. I'm like, I made four grand at 20. Yeah. Like, that's awesome, you know? So, don't get sucked into the negativity. Don't get sucked into the drama, the bullshit, yeah. the chaos, and like kind of all the other corruption that goes on, you know? Yeah. And I'm talking about mental corruption. Yeah. If you could just stay free and clear of that and stick to what you do and attract the right people and bring on the right people yeah. and fire the right people, you know? And that's like, the hardest thing. <laughs> if you bring somebody in that's not yeah. a good fit or yeah. is not, You know, operating the way you operate, you gotta get rid of them immediately, or else it's gonna spread like wildfire. I completely agree with you. You
1: know, that's why, as I said before, Instagram, I have everybody blocked. Not because I have my own sister blocked, right? Not blocked that didn't count, but just in the stories, right? Mute them because I feel like once I walk in, going, I go check that out. Too much. Like, oh my god, what is this guy doing? Too much. You know, I get off track. I was like, oh, I'm doing something wrong, but I just paused. I'm doing my thing. You know, my size becomes greener, right? Sure, so I just sure. keep going and getting it and keep going.
0: So as we close up every episode, we leave everyone with a deposit that, like, what's the one thing you want? Every single person, doesn't matter age, race, color, sex, origin, yeah. doesn't matter. What's one thing you want to be remembered for leaving them with that they can implement into their lifestyle?
1: That pretty much is going to sound so corny, right? But like literally everything's possible if you're consistent. Because a lot of people say like, oh, no, it's not possible. Yeah, but if you're consistent, if you find a way, if you tweak some things in order to make it your way and you become consistent on what you believe on, you're unstoppable pretty much. Because, you know, the the systems are given to you, but the systems are not being given to you for you to follow up the system specifically. You have to be creative of what's given to you. And that's something I learned really quick. Everybody told me, Dorna, yeah, but... How can I door not I can just open it knocking on the door and that's it? I have to find my own ways to follow up. Same thing I call calling. Everybody use the scripts. I don't use scripts. My scripts are so open conversation and that's why I make so many appointments, right? So myself is learn the system but be creative with that and believe in what in what your your thoughts are, your goals and everything.
0: So I'm gonna continue this on how can I help you? How can I be of service to you and help you any which way possible? Like yourself with me? Yeah. Pretty much. Be on top of me. I like when people tell me. Keep, you
1: do like that. Yeah. I was like, Oscar, where are your goals? Positive reinforcement. Yeah. So I, 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 want, I want people that's always pushing me to be higher than I am. And I know you have a lot of connections with a lot of people that we go work to. As I said before, I might get sure. a couple of listings sure. here. I would appreciate about you. You're honest. And also, you're really knowledgeable. I believe it or not, I always go on Facebook. The first thing I see is you. Like, I was like, this guy is posting every five yeah, minutes, that. but I read everything. Yeah. So I become really knowledgeable. So in the way that you can help me, it's keep educating everybody, I appreciate you know, that. keep doing that connections because you're one of the only persons that every time I post it, I need something right away, literally five minutes. It's like, oh, look, great connection. This is the guy. This is the guy. I was like, wow, this is the guy that everybody wants to have in their sphere. So, I mean, I'm telling this for everybody, not just for myself. You're a great guy to be connected with because you look up to everybody else and you don't care if you're getting a piece of the deal or not a piece of the deal. No. But your main thing is getting connections going on. Yep. So that's the way that you could help keep growing. I I, I, I want to at some point say, let's buy a property together Love if that, that opportunity comes, sure. you know, sure. and then just keep it going from there.
0: Awesome, man. Well, I appreciate it. Look, yeah. I'm super proud of you. Like I said, you know, I saw so much of myself, my younger self in you. you. And I could tell you, the only thing you need to do is just keep your head on straight. Stay focused. Yeah. If you stay focused, I'm not gonna let you retire by thirty. You're gonna <laughs> retire maybe by forty, but yeah. you'll have a lot of you know open avenues by the yeah. age of thirty. So I continue to wish you the best of luck for not Thank only you. this year, but you know, for the next decade and on. Thank you. Appreciate, I appreciate it. it. Thanks for coming in. Thank you so much, man.